Cool. All right. I'm ready. Recording. Oh, good. Me too. Oh. <laughs> Red Haven's on fire. Woe is us. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. Yes, you are. We can do it. Boo. Do we have to sing? I don't feel like singing. I feel like I could only sing a sad version of the theme song. I think we owe it to Rob Lowe <laughs> to sing. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I'll try to pull it together, but I'm just going to be envisioning okay. Sam the whole time for the record. should play taps instead. No. Okay. <laughs> Do it. Hi guys! Hi guys! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Winging It, the West Wing you podcast. We're a little sad. we're a little emotional because we're about to talk about Red Havens on Fire, which, if you did not know, basically means we're not going to be seeing Rob Lowe for <laughs> an indefinite amount of time. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I know. Adios. I know we can see Rob Lowe anytime we want, the real life person, but specifically Sam Seaborn. And the show goes on. It does. And it is a bummer. And we, it's the end of an era. And we, for the record, we will be continuing on after this revolving door exit of Sam Seaborn. Yes. I can't believe we've. I'm come really going to gonna attack season five with like the best attitude I can possibly I'm have. I'm so excited so. to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to come up with some sort of like. Uh, it could still be bad, but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna call to everyone's attention all the great things about season five. Yeah, it's gonna sure, be on it's gonna be on a sliding scale, of course. But we will we will do our due diligence. Okay, so let's recap yeah. what happens in Red Havens Red Havens on Fire, which is basically the California Forty Seventh Part Two. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, so basically it's a continuation of where we left off last time. So we're still very heavily dealing with the situation in Kundu. And so that's going on. There's a lot of fallout from that. Three uh, Marines were taken and their families are in the White House waiting for news. Mm -hmm. So that's happening. There's also some stuff going on with the First Lady. Yes. And her Chief of Staff and Josh. And Amy so Gardner. that's going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... We're still hanging out with Sam in the California 47th, where he is still running for Congress. And Will is still trying to get the speech writing staff yes. to come together and start <clears throat> writing well. <laughs> Basically. Yes. Exactly. Okay. So that's that's the gist of it. So what were your thoughts on this episode in general? Let me just start with my biggest sort of issue or question or just not understanding I just don't get why we had to have Rob Lowe go out on such a sad note. Like, why does he have to lose? You know, like, I, I just, I, I won't ever understand the story writing of that. And maybe, you know, life's not perfect. Bad things happen. Fine. I get it. But there are a plethora of ways we could have written him out. And even then, he still doesn't get an exit. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. 
I can't, I mean, do we have anyone on the show who actually gets like a farewell, like a goodbye? I don't, I guess we don't. Not unless they die. It just, I don't (laughs) love it. I don't love it. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think of if they have any sort of like button that they put on it in terms of in the, the following episodes, if they reference like what he's going to do. I don't think we ever even find out. I mean, we're, it's heavily implied, obviously, that he's going to get beat. I mean, Toby tells him he's going to get beat. I don't even know if we ever find out after the fact that he did. But we're supposed to take from this episode that he did, I suppose. I don't know. I'm mad about it. <laughs> oh. I just, maybe maybe other people really love that this is how he went out, but I just don't. Who? Who? I mean, not to just repeat myself. Yeah, I don't. But I just don't get why it had to be. I mean, because we weren't mad at Rob Lowe, were we? Why did we have, maybe, maybe we were mad. Maybe Aaron was mad at him. It- maybe Aaron Sorkin. Wanted him to go out a loser, but I mean, you know, I, I'm not gonna put those words in Aaron Sorkin's mouth. I don't know. I mean, it's so hard to tell. I just don't get it. Yeah, it's we couldn't have had one moment of like a goodbye from from because if he had won, we would have we could have had him moving out. You know, like leaving the White House, leaving DC, saying goodbye to everybody. Like, or even if he wanted to be ambiguous about it, let me just be clear that I do not think I could be a better showrunner than Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> I just want to put that out there because I feel like we pick apart these episodes and it sounds like, well, this is what I would have done. And I have no experience or realm. (laughs) I can't do anything like that. So this is purely from an audience member's perspective is that it would have been so nice. Even if you wanted to be ambiguous about it. I don't know if you guys remember the scene where Sam talks to like the campaign, the staffers who had helped out with the campaign when they first win, like the night that he has told them that he will will be the nominee or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he is like telling them thank you. And like, even that, like if you wanted to leave on an ambiguous note, like give him something good like that. To yeah. That's like, true. He gives a little pep talk about how important they were. And like, you know, it, like there were so many ways to even ambiguously sort of send him off a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I guess that's all that's I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. I wonder but. if they just like, he had a certain number of episodes. He was, I don't think so. I don't think they're contracted for a certain number of episodes. I think they're just hired for the season, but yeah, I agree with you. It's tough. Although I did, I liked the moment with Toby and Sam at the end, but I didn't, I didn't realize till after the fact that that was like the last Toby and Sam moment that we're getting. I can't even believe yeah. I'm saying I that. I mean, one of his last lines is, I'm just getting creamed. I'm just getting worked. Mm-hmm. Like, he just... And Toby wanted you know, to be like, there with no him. It's just so sad. Ugh. It's just it's very sad. I love that Toby wanted to be there. That's sweet. Super but, sweet. Uh, our, yeah. Our teddy, so, teddy bear we'll Toby. just get that out of the way. Okay. Do you all, <laughs> There's plenty of other stuff I liked about it. Do you it, also want to talk I've, about Amy I Gardner <laughs> Okay, maybe there wasn't plenty of other stuff I liked about it. <laughs> no, you don't. You want to talk about other happy things first? I, I, I just honestly, I feel like I'm sort of beating a dead horse because people know how I feel about it. I, but I, first, I don't know. I think Chief of Staff is a good fit for her. Yes, I think. I agree. Well, that's not true. I think. I think without any spoilers, I think what ends up happening ultimately mm-hmm. is very true to her character so I'll say that um but I just I, I don't know I can't I I don't have anything else to say about it that's how well I'm articulating things I just stutter <laughs> over everything I well I, I can't even pinpoint what specifically it is about her except okay so there's a scene where she is 
the, they're at some sort of luncheon celebrating women. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she's the youngest one on that panel. Like, there are no other women, you know, in their 30s doing anything important. But, anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, at least they're celebrating women. They're all, But they're all, really, they were all, like, older. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so many soapboxes this episode. But a lady comes over to the, to the first lady, and the first lady's like, oh, save me. And so Amy Gardner goes on this whole little, like, you know, diatribe or whatever. You just watch that scene. There's a part where she, there's a line that she delivers. She says like, "Oh, maybe she would have been receptive to it if, she, if the message had been delivered, you know, professionally." And just I was just watching that, and I was like, "She is not moving her mouth or her eyes or her head or any part of her face." <laughs> and I just again. <laughs> Oh my god. People are going to hate this episode because I just ran- I've opened it by ranting about things. Guys, I like the West Wing, I promise. But it just <laughs> No, I you can't, don't. I can't buy it. I can't get on board with that. It it irks me to no end. It irks you because she doesn't move her mouth very much. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. However, I really liked the way that she swooped in and she saved Abby, from yeah, that's the thing. A situation like, she didn't want to deal with. Sometimes it was I like picture she aced people it. that I would have, and I hate this because I'm not an actress, so I don't ever want to be like, "Hey, you acted this whole role wrong." I don't, I don't want to do that at all. So, but do you imagine somebody else in the part? Yeah, I imagine somebody else in the part and think that there's a really good chance because, like, it's not her dialogue that bugs me. It's not how she actually acts and like the things she actually does it's the it's the sassy not even sassiness because i like everybody else's sassiness it's just something about it again i'm beating a dead horse you guys know this so i'll just leave it there it's like everything because yeah i like but you believe her right you just don't like her choices i believe believe her her, right that's yeah i mean like i feel like she's she is a she's a good actress you just don't like her choices like you wouldn't have cast her Maybe it's not so. that she's incompetent. You just don't like her style. It's not that she's incompetent. It's just not the way that I would have liked to see the character portrayed. I, I wish she had some a little bit more warmth, a little bit more color, a little bit more... I don't know. She's supposed to be so snarky and so whatever, but to me it just comes across as bland. So, anyway. Mm. I, oh, again, I just hate... I like. I'm just like cringing at the fact that I'm critiquing this so much because... I know nothing about any of these things. So just purely from an audience perspective, this is how I feel. That's okay. That's okay. Somebody's got to be in the peanut gallery. Let's talk about happy things, maybe. (laughs) I mean, I liked it. I liked all the Amy Gardner stuff. I was surprised when she was there at the very beginning. I I was like, whoa, what is Amy Gardner doing here? But I remember at the send off that she's like, oh, and I'll help you raise money and whatever. So it made sense. But I just kind of forgot that she would be there. And then I liked when she put out the fire at Abby's table. That was funny. <laughs> just kind of just random. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but okay. Also, while we're talking about it, and then we'll p- pivot on to other things, that at the very end, when she sends a fax and Donna gets it, and at the end, Josh realizes and Donna realizes that Amy was just made uh, chief of staff for Mrs. Bartlett, Dr. Bartlett, that Donna is not at all pleased. Like, her whole countenance just completely shifts. There's, like, a shadow on her. 
Because, I mean, let's just remember that about, let's see, two episodes ago, they were, like, in the street having a, you know, not, I say snowball fight, but basically Josh was throwing snowballs at her window and they should have kissed. And then two episodes later, this now means that Amy's going to be back in very close proximity, which means nothing's going to happen. So I just thought it was, like, the way that Janelle did it was amazing, like, just so... You could just read it on her face. So. Yeah, I agree. I also wonder, to your point about Josh and Donna, I wonder when, if Sorkin had stayed on, when he would have... I think about that a lot. Like, when was he planning on getting them together? It just... That yeah. is what kind of kills me because... And Pam wrote in, too, and I, I haven't gotten a chance to email her back, but I agree totally. She was saying that she imagined that it was probably being set up for season five. and And I feel like that, too. I think that... I don't know if at this point he maybe knew he wasn't coming back. I'm not sure. But I imagine, spoiler alert, from how he had been writing it, that it was coming sooner rather than later. So that's a bummer. If you guys have thoughts or guesses on that, we'd love to hear them. If you th- do you think Aaron Sorkin would have waited three more seasons to do anything about it? Yeah, it does. It does seem like it would be happening soon. I feel like people should know what they're getting into. I was mad that it took so long, honestly. <laughs> So, what else is going on? Will? Speechwriting? Yes. That's still going on? It is. I, I hate <laughs> to immediately talk about something else I don't like because I love this storyline. And it's International Women's Day when we're recording this. And I like that all of these women eventually kick ass at this speechwriting job. I think that's great. Yeah, like the very last minute. <laughs> I hate that they were ever written as, like, dummies in the first place. But that's a different thing. Yeah. But Republican the, Vogue. Yes. And I'm so glad. You know what? I was about to say I'm so glad he apologized for it, but he didn't really apologize for it. He said, like, what was that supposed to be? Clever? And he, like, implied an apology. But that line was, I just don't, I yeah. can't even, he's two steps back from it was just from that line. I just, because mm-hmm. come on, they're they're interns at the White House. Like, obviously they care something about politics, you would think. Mm-hmm. I mean, this goes back to not really buying them being there. But other than that, I loved, I hated that they were treated so dumb. I hated that it was a room, why couldn't we have had any guys in there that were also treated dumb? Like, that just bugged me a little That's bit. True. But I did like the arc of it, and I liked by the end of it that they were so great and that, you know, he tells them they can go home and they're, they don't want to go home. They want to keep working. So yeah. I thought that was great. He's a great teacher. I bet that schools use that whole scene where they're talking about taxes and he explains it on the whiteboard. I bet they yeah. use that a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the the issue with it being would he have to use that for people who are interns at the White House, but it is a, he is a good teacher uh, in general. So, it's got to be one of those things where they just did it for the storyline. That Aaron Sorkin wanted to teach what a- the American people how taxes worked. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. Really? I'm yeah. a very visual learner, and I, I liked so. it. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, tell us something else you liked, Sally. Give us all your favorite things. Okay, let's do that. That's better. I liked... Mm, I liked, as, as like tough and intense as it is, I liked all the military drama of this episode. I liked bringing the families in and dealing with that, which, fun fact, the dad of one of the kidnapped soldiers, who Mm -hmm. is, I'm looking for his name because I don't remember it, um, 
Esteban. Oh, Steve? yeah. Esteban. Steve Hernandez. Hernandez. Yeah. Uh, fun fact is that he is the guy that says the famous line um, in the Sandlot. He's the police chief, the one that's like, forever. Which I don't know if you've seen the Sandlot, but I, I know a lot of people have seen the Sandlot. <laughs> and that is a great It is a classic. Tidbit. It's a classic. So it's so funny that he is in. It's funny to see him do something. So anyway... I just enjoyed, I enjoyed that. I liked the president talking to them. I liked Leo talking to them. I liked Leo's exchange with the one mm. mother, you know, who the assumes mom, he didn't yeah. serve. I loved, I loved, loved, loved the response to that and how, I thought that was really well acted. He didn't get upset. He, yeah. he was so patient with that. So even gracious. Though, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though like it could have been offensive, it, it uh, wasn't. Yeah. And, yeah. So I thought John Spencer did a great job with that. He, I mean, he's, he still stays very courteous and kind to her and soft towards her. So I thought that was really nice. Um, I don't know. What it is a little like? strange, though. It is a little strange, though, that, like, President Bartlett pretty much can't tell them anything. He's just kind of sitting there and saying, like, they're getting you. medical attention and I can't tell you anything else. Yeah. And then at the very end, Leo's like, oh, yeah, this thing got hit and all these people died and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I just thought it was ironic that, like, the whole time he had to be closed mouth about it. And then at the end, he's like, well, here's what happened. But it's good because, yeah, they they could already tell that something had gone on. Yeah. Just so you know that, like, every action has definitely not an equal and opposite reaction, but there's right. definitely uh consequences to yeah. all of our actions so always... and of course you you know that even when they rescue these three um military personnel that basically they're not gonna that it's gonna be short-lived like we rarely get a a, a win in the situation room that isn't immediately like subverted by something else going terribly wrong i literally wrote and that has to be so so realistic they just had a win because they were celebrating in there and then i feel like it happens all the time yeah and then the most dramatically delivered piece of paper ever there's like a close-up shot of that piece of paper being walked in that was a really weird choice but there's a close-up shot of the piece of paper as it 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 is being walked in and you find out that suicide bomb uh trucks were were Trucks of suicide bombers were driven into the sort of base camp that they had set up, and 17 people died. And it's very sad. It's it's interesting that they chose the title of this episode to be Red Havens on Fire rather than Task Force Dawn Sky, which which was the name of the operation to go get the three, the I three guess because um, hostages. Just the <laughs> just the incendiary tone of fire, like that that it sounds more dramatic. Maybe I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and put $2 on the, the thought of Task Force Dawn Sky being, like, the, the original draft name. <laughs> Maybe so. We'll have to just, Maybe we'll so. just email Aaron and ask him. Um, okay, what else? There's a Sam? great little moment where Charlie, there in California, the First Lady is going to California to, to talk for Sam, and that's where she is hanging out with Amy, too, but they're... She's going to give remarks for Sam, and she Charlie comes in to tell CJ and Toby what she wants to give her remarks on, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something about poor women, or poor people in general, and CJ was like, no, 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 she can't do that. She can't talk about poor women when she's standing in a $4,000 dress, and then she tells Charlie yeah. to go tell him, and I thought that was really great. Could it go tell her? And I thought that was really great, because Charlie is just like, uh, you want me to go tell her? 
I don't want to go tell yeah, her. Yeah, nobody then, wants to tell Abby anything. Yeah. and That she can't do. CJ's like, I once had to tell the president he was wearing two different shoes. And Charlie says, yeah, that's roughly the same. I just, <laughs> I adore every Charlie. line that Dulé Hill delivers. I just think he does so yeah. great when he just looks at some of them sometimes and is like, are you kidding me? You know, he just, he's fantastic. <laughs> And let me take this moment to say I love basically everything in the cold open where they're getting out of jail and Charlie's rant about he how he could have posted bail on his Amex and gotten points. That's me 100% of the time. I'm all about those, those Amex points. But I loved that whole scene with Toby yes. and Sam and then Sam talking with uh, Toby about the campaign and, you know, Toby's going to give his Ziegler brand of wisdom. and Yeah. Well, and, and then he- there's... The call girl. The call girl, exactly. Yeah. Where I love this. Such a great throwback joke for everyone who's been on this roller coaster ride with Sam. So yeah. it seemed fitting for his uh, last episode. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. I love. Okay, let's talk about Josh and the First Lady <laughs> because okay. they definitely have a moment. Yeah, it was uh, fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> It's it's entertaining to watch for sure, and they definitely go toe to toe. But just how cavalier he can be, even with the first lady, mm-hmm. I mean that is that is ballsy to the next level. It's not really a dynamic. I, just, I was trying to think if there are a lot of other interactions. I mean, obviously there's a basic level of interaction between them, but we don't see them going toe to toe a lot. And I thought it was fun. I thought, you know. Josh says she's wrong, and she's like, wrong what? He says, wrong ma'am, and she says, damn right. <laughs> I thought that was great. I just, I enjoyed it, because the power did seem to shift a few times in the, because, in the conversation, because he would, he would get, like, a jab in and talk about being right, and he's one, and, you know, all that stuff, but she still, like, to an extent, commanded his respect. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting, and telling her that uh, he, she needs a, a real chief of staff. Way to go, Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way to go. You got your ex-girlfriend fired, and now you just got her a job. Yeah. I feel kind of like Amy Gardner in that she's had, like, seven jobs in three years. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's pretty much Here's me. Here's one thing about Amy Gardner is that I really am genuinely curious about people that that do, that like, like her as a character. Because I feel like, I mean, because... I heard, wow, I feel like we were mentioning Gilmore Girls a ton in the last two episodes, and I don't mean to do that, but I was listening to... Well, people should see it. (laughs) I was listening to the Gilmore Guys podcast, and Kevin on there, who we had on our show, Kevin Porter, was a huge West Wing fan, and he was talking about, he made mention to the fact that that he was in love with Amy Gardner growing up. Like, that was one of the first TV characters he ever just really loved, and I was just like, I don't... I don't get it. I don't. And I was wondering if maybe there's a disconnect between the guys and the girl. Like maybe if you just would love, I don't know. I just, I don't yeah, get it. Is so there like if, a male contingent? Yeah. That I mean, loves, that love Amy Garner. I just want to hear, this is not snarky or anything in any way. I would just love to hear the, and we've had a few like defenses of her, but not a ton. And I feel like there have to be more people out there or maybe there aren't, maybe, maybe there aren't. But if you do, if you haven't already sent us your thoughts about Amy and you feel differently than us, I think you should Please send them. Please send them. It can be a short email. Interested. Yeah. So I'll put that out there. I don't need convincing, but I would like to, I would like to hear yeah, I'm just Sally's interested reaction. To, so please I'm just send interested them. to know. 
Maybe there's something I'm not thinking sure. of. Really. This is a, hopefully people can tell this is genuine. You can't see my face, but I have on my genuine face. <laughs> this is like the movie Frank where you can't see his face, so he has to describe his emotional state at every moment because he's wearing a paper mache head. I've never seen it. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing. But Sally's smiling and she's being genuine. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Feel free to send us your thoughts on that. Or on anything else. Um, uh, Toby else? on the beach. Toby's never been to a beach. Toby's never been to a beach. Do we believe that? I don't know. Or maybe it's like a. Hyperbole. I kind of thought he. I kind of thought he would have gone to like Coney Island at some yeah. point. You know. But even better than that is CJ's line about Sam where he looks so youthful and energetic. Do we have anything he can jump yeah. over? That was great. I love that. So true. Throw that down too. Yeah, that was really great. Golly. <sighs> yeah, I mean, this, I feel like if we're looking at part one and part two, yeah. except for the very beginning, the opening with, with Charlie and Toby and Sam, I definitely like part one better. Yeah. I agree. Um, I feel like it would have. I, I don't know. It felt like there was more action. I mean, there's still a lot of action in this episode, but it did feel like there was more packed into the first one. But I don't sure. know. But it's kind of the denouement in this one. Yeah. You know, like we were we were building towards something in the first one. But I yeah, think I mean, it's still a good still a good episode. Just I have a few tiny observations. One is that Debbie goes to play with the little girl who's the daughter of one of the captive. Uh, Marines and Betty. she says, "Come on, Betty, Betty. I know a lot about you." Yeah, <laughs> I creepy. think that's maybe the creepiest thing to say to a child. <laughs> I was going to say that too. Strange lady you don't know is going to take you into another room. Yeah, with this. I want to be like Aaron Sorkin. Have you met children at this point in your life? <laughs> but <laughs> things not to say know. to children. I as can't. You take yeah, them I away can't from talk. Their I'm terrible with kids. But and then another <laughs> option is that, or not another option. Another observation is when. When they have to tell the president that a wet team is called that because it's bloody, I thought that was kind of an intense moment because he's like, "Well, yeah, surprising like that." I also Mm. made a note that he comes in and hears all what's going to happen, and then he just tells them to go. And I made a note that that would be that would be one of the weirdest parts of presidency is having people like leap into action at your word. You know, I think that would be. I think that would be pretty odd. And and because you're if you're doing it from a situation room, I just feel like you would feel so disjointed from what's actually happening and maybe that's a good thing, but yeah, I just I mean, Yeah, I that it's hard to odd. imagine that things are actually happening. Yeah, it doesn't you, feel like your you know? word go would have actual consequences, but it does. I know so. it's it's an incredible amount of power, which yeah. is why this election cycle is so terrifying um okay so mvp um well i mean oh i already know yeah it's gotta be (laughs) sam it's 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 just an overall like even though it's not sam see you sam like thanks for everything you've done it's yeah it's definitely sam i mean i would think he's the most valuable player in this episode because it's his last one and it's uh I can't believe it. Yeah. I can't. I wasn't. I Maybe just, because I you didn't, didn't get a goodbye and you don't today. have any closure and you feel like he was just written off and sent into Mandyville. Yeah. Closure. The, so. the great big Mandyville in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, heavens. Okay. Well, if you have, you know, thoughts that you can put into sentences about the fact that. <laughs> 
unlike Sam me. is no longer with us. Oh, I mean, unlike most of us who are just in a puddle of tears, feel free to send them to us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com or thoughts about Amy Gardner <laughs> for Sally. Or we're on Instagram or Facebook at Winging It Pod. And we have about, I think, six more episodes in this season. Still yeah, lots really more to me. come. Yeah, yeah tears getting into it. Alrighty. So we will talk about it soon. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.